Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now, Michel Barnier is in Dublin today, the EU's chief Brexit negotiator. He will uh, take his team to Dublin for talks with the Taoiseach, the Tonishta and the Minister of Finance at the government uh, buildings. Now, the, the meeting will take place more or less ahead of a summit of EU leaders in Brussels on Wednesday and that uh, summit will decide whether or not the UK should be granted an extension to the Brexit deadline, which is currently, of course, due to expire on Friday. We will run out of steam if we keep this rate up. So what is happening this week? Let me speak to John Tong, who's always across it, a professor of Irish politics, British politics as well, at uh, the University of Liverpool. John, good morning. Good morning. John, this is shaping up to be another busy week for Theresa May. Is she making any progress with Jeremy Corbyn? Uh, not much progress, although they're not that far apart in the sense that um, although Theresa May is against a permanent customs union uh, and Jeremy Corbyn is in favour of that, um, it, on other matters, they're, they're fairly uh, clear. They both want a managed Brexit. I think that the likely outcome this week is that the Conservative Labour talks don't resolve things, but what happens is that Theresa May, when she travels to Brussels on Wednesday uh, with uh, for the summit with the 27 EU leaders, that she simply has to ask for a, a longer-term extension, which, of course, she said she wouldn't do in the past, but then she said we would leave on the 29th of March. She said she wouldn't call a snap election two years ago. I mean, whatever Theresa May tends to say, the, the opposite actually happens. That's the, the, the reality these days of, of British politics. And I, I think that it's likely the European Union will give us a so-called flextension, um, but with you know pretty stringent terms attached that we could have up to a year to to think this through, think this whole thing through. So those of you who are hoping that Brexit would go away, you can forget that. Um, and we'll have to contest the European Parliament elections, which will be tricky. I mean, the alternatives are pretty bleak. I mean, you know, if, if a deal can't be agreed, uh, in other words, if Article 50 uh, is, is not uh, revoked, then um, then we do leave without a deal on, on Friday. I don't think many... That's almost, almost inconceivable. It, it could happen by accident, but the, the fact you've got Yvette Cooper, the Labour... Um, MPs bill going through completing its stages in Parliament today, going through the Lords, which rules out legally as leaving without a deal, makes it almost impossible to leave without a deal. It's possible the European Union could kick us out and just say, no, you've got to go. Um, but but I, I don't think that will happen. 
It is a time of frustration. It's a time of concern. And of course, it's a time where people are turning up the volume maybe one last time to find out what is going to happen this week. But the public couldn't stick this to stretch it out another year. Will, will, will it disappear from the front pages? Will it disappear from the, the news headlines? It couldn't be discussed infinitum. Yes, it's a great question. I think there is a, a huge amount of news fatigue now in, in terms of Brexit. The public are sick of it, and the public are becoming pretty cynical about it. I think, I think there's lots of dangers. Obviously, you've got 17.4 million people who voted leave, and some of them will, will feel that what's the point in participating in democracy if you can't have your wishes realised? There are others, including someone on the leave side, who think, look, we, we are. The risks are just simply so great that it's probably best just to, to park the issue and, and try and resolve it um, over a bigger period of time um, there would be many people who would question whether we are ready to leave without a deal on Friday not least in Northern Ireland obviously because the, the impacts there will be great I mean there's very few who actually want the UK to leave without a deal uh, even the DUP which is obviously the main Brexiteer party in Northern Ireland doesn't actually support no deal so I think that's the unlikely scenario I suppose the question then begged if, okay if we're not going to leave without a deal and if we're given more time by the European Union, um, well, what the first question begs is how much more time would be given, possibly as, as much as a year. I think that then we would that would at least allow space for the, the political parties to to make progress on what would be our relationship with Europe beyond that, whether it be remain, whether it would be uh, just a customs union, which at least is, is some sort of trade arrangement, whatever its flaws, and it doesn't deal with it doesn't necessarily mitigate the border issue in Northern Ireland, or whether it be a customs union and a single market, which is sort of EU light, uh, it would give more time. And yes, you know, people people perfectly legitimately turn around and say, hang on, you know, it, it, it's now two and a half years, getting on for three years since, since we voted on this. Surely the politicians have had enough time to resolve that. This, and they have a point. It's just that there isn't, there's simply no consensus over, this, over the sort of exit, if we should have an exit, um, that should take place. That's the problem with the binary referendum. That's the problem with the referendum that we had three years ago. It said, do you want to remain or leave? But it wasn't clear on what, what sort of leave, whether it's simply you depart and cut off all your links with the EU or whether you'd have something softer. There seems to be no issue about the Republic of Ireland being an embarrassment to Europe. The, the, the big hitters are, are, are standing with them. Absolutely, and that's been a really clear feature amidst all the fog. One area of clarity has been the willingness of the European Union to stand by uh, Ireland in terms of uh, its commitment to, to managing the issue of the border. From the outset, Michel Barnier, Donald Tusk, uh, uh, Juncker, they all said that whatever Ireland wanted in, in that respect, that they would stand with Ireland as a, as a continuing member state and that's exactly what has happened and the withdrawal agreement and the 100 page Irish protocol within that withdrawal agreement with, with the backstop was very much you know with uh, about achieving the softest border possible now of course critics would say that the whole issue has been trumped up um, it's not it's, it's not an issue because both sides whether it be the UK side or whether it be the Irish EU side have said they're not going to put you know, customs infrastructure at the border. So the whole issue has been blown out of, of proportion. But it is a highly politically sensitive border. There has to be the maintenance of a, of a customs regime somewhere, even if it's not located at the border. There's a broad consensus that, that technology cannot take care of everything at, at this stage. That might be possible, you know, further down the track, uh, potentially. Uh, and so, therefore, 
basically what the Irish government wanted, the Irish government have got from the EU, and they've been very, very steadfast. And I think that some politicians in the UK were probably pretty slow to, to, to cotton on to that. It's good in the interim for Leo Varadkar. He's coming across as quite a strong leader in the Republic of Ireland. And on the countdown to any election down there, that's bound to be a plus for him, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, domestic politics always plays uh, in these in these matters. Um, I think, though, that it is more a case that, that simply that, that uh, the EU from the outset made clear that um, you know that they would back the Irish government so whoever had been the Taoiseach even if it had been Michal Martin even if it had been a foil leader I don't think things would have been uh, that much different but yeah I, I suppose it does help for um, you know, the, the fact that it looks like his government has, has stood tough and stood you know and, and achieved really his goals from the outset I, I think that has played pretty well at times though it's worse than UK-Irish relations Although they, they are perhaps not as bad as some people portray, there's still, you know, lines of communication. You know, you've probably had the biggest rollback of UK-Irish relations that, that, that we've seen in decades, which considering, you know, the things that they've had to manage, the, the troubles, a deadly conflict uh, for more than three decades is quite something. You know, Britain and Ireland joined the EEC as was on the same day in January 1973. And I think that was really a catalyst for improved relations between the two countries, a big thawing of relations, which took place even amid, even as that conflict was ongoing. You know, the tensions caused by Brexit certainly have produced uh, greater hostility. I think in that, in that sense, I think Theresa May does deserve some credit, though, because I've, I've said this before, she was one of the very few UK politicians who did recognise the sensitivities of the border during the referendum campaign. She campaigned for Remain. She went over to Belfast and said, look, you know, the border will be a big issue if, if there's a leave vote here. So she did see what was coming. Um, not many other UK politicians that I can recall uh, made similar points during the referendum campaign. So, yeah, I, I, you know, whilst Theresa May has taken an awful lot of flack and some of it may very well be justified for a negotiation strategy, I think she was at least cognizant. She was at least aware of the, of, of the problems that would be created uh, by Brexit in terms of the border. Well, John, we'll have a close eye on her for the rest of the week. Thanks for your time this morning. Uh, John Tong, who's a professor of politics over at the University of Liverpool. Now, I know some of you are punch drunk in relation to Brexit, but this might be the week that we finally get some light as to what really is happening at the end of the tunnel. Uh, 02890 Good morning. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.